Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Warning, this podcast contains strong opinions, rants, words, and complete and utter honesty. But that's not going to stop you, is it? Hello! It's Monday, top of the week. Hi, Lulu. This is our favourite day. It, it, you know, it genuinely is. It's such a nice way to start the week, seeing you and lovely Imogen. Do you, when we come in on a Monday, obviously, welcome She's to Loose thrilled. Lips. Oh, yeah, welcome. With me, Anna Williamson. And me, Louisa Zisman. Um, how are you, Imogen? Just, you know, from a fly on the wall, you come into the studio to us two, and what do you think? Does your heart sink or fly with joy? It soars. It soars. <laughs> she thinks I'm going to chatting a load of shit again. <laughs> but that is why we're here because we're here every Monday bringing you the uh, our opinions on the big stories of the week and there's been some humdingers this week Lulu I know we were just struggling to choose which one there's so many to choose on some amazing news stories this week yeah this week find out what made Anna ask me this do you fancy Boris Johnson I don't fancy Boris Johnson and find out what made Louisa say this if you are listening to this knowing that you are one of the incompetent bastard people that I hate. Please resign. Wherever you might be listening to Loose Lips, just sit back, relax, settle in, get yourself a cup or a glass. I say glass. If you listen to us on a Monday, I think definitely a glass of vino. I think the beginning definitely. of the week is always a shocker, isn't I'm it? I'm on Slimming World now and wine is like loads of sins. Like oh, is it? I've switched to vodka. Why not? <laughs> Can you have double the amount? I hope so. Oh, you know, I'm off wine Vodka as well, gin. and it's really upset just me. Just white, white, clear spirits. Okay, just yeah. just anything will do. Just anything will do. Thing is, though, alcoholics are always really skinny, so maybe they drink vodka. Maybe. I mean, I, I think sweeping statement number one of the week. There it is. <laughs> many alcoholics that I, I think have many. seen. Well, I, 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 are quite slim, and therefore I don't know why wine is a sin on Slimming World. I mean, it's a whole new topic <laughs> that we can perhaps go into. And I was like, oh, God. No, go. Do you know what? It was, actually, it was actually giving me food for thought because I was then genuinely on a serious note thinking, because I do have some people quite close to me who have struggled with alcohol. I'm thinking, and are what? they thin? No, well, no, I was just thinking, no, they, they, they're not actually. Oh, yeah, but so, if you're like a really bad one, you get the bloats, don't you? Well, I mean, just it. casual alcoholic, like a social alcoholic. 
So maybe they well maybe that's well maybe that's a whole new topic. Uh-uh. Maybe you can maybe you could share anyway, something on it. But it's we've, had, we we've <laughs> from from the alcoholics, which wasn't even on our topic list for today, but we're going we're going with it. Um we've had some we've had some great emails and feedback from you guys. You Thank you for, for listening to us and being so lovely. Um we've had some emails. Um what have we, we got, have. Lou? We've got one from Ellie who says, Hey, love listening to your podcast. Do you have any advice of living with in-laws and how to cope? Don't do it. I'm currently living with my partner and his family with my 10-month-old daughter and really struggling. Thanks. Love you both. Oh, thanks, Ellie. Now, what, how would you feel about living with your in-laws? Um, well... They might listen to this. They might, yeah. And I, I get on really well with my mother-in-law. Um, she's great. So I... Wouldn't mind. I, yeah, I think... I, but then again, having said that, and I'm not just saying this, I think living with my parents, my in-laws, anybody, I think has a short shelf life. But see, I do live with my parents. But you do, that's it. Because how does it... Because I don't... I'm very family, so I, I actually do like hanging out with my folks and my yeah, in-laws. I am obsessed with my mum and dad. Like, it's not normal. I know that it's not normal. And my mum is, like, my best friend. It's not... Un- in- or, but I, you've I been round. You've been to my mum and dad. My dad was there. Do you know what? I have to say... Hanging I'm, out with us. Your your mum and dad are honestly two of the nicest people I've ever like met. I can see loves, why you socialise My mum's coming them. to the dinner party we're having. Is she? Yeah, my mum comes to everything. I literally do everything with my mum. It's not normal, I know. So they live with us, but they don't live... We have, like, an annex attached mm. to our house. Mm. So they have their own house within our house, but we can walk through our house into their house. That's okay. And the kids, like, they've been away on holiday, my mum and dad, for, like, three weeks. And the kids are like, where are Nonna? My mum's Italian, so she's Nonna. My dad's yeah. Greek, so he's Papu. And they're like, where are Nonna and Pups? Like, they can't get their heads they around it, it, where they've gone. How does how does the hubs, how does Andrew cope well, with the in-laws living there? He, he really likes them. We're just like a big, happy, clappy family. But my house is always full of people. Like, it's never... I mean, it's the madhouse, isn't it? You've I mean, been... to be fair, Lou, I mean, it's got such a lovely, welcoming vibe of house. But to be fair, she doesn't live in a shed. No, I mean, she lives in a really nice house. It's massive. Um, it's about <laughs> eight of my houses put into one, and that's just a swimming pool. Um, but I think living with my... Yeah, I think I think space is a big factor, actually. You need that space. That is the space. That's the key. Yeah. I, don't, I don't really have an advice of how to cope, though, to Ellie. Do you know what? And I think sometimes needs must as well. And we, we are in a position, Ellie, where my husband and I, if we sell our house at the moment or we do our house, like, we might be in a position where we might have to, you know, it's news to them, but I have, might have to go into my <laughs> parents' house um, with, with myself. And, and the, the two-year-old and I know that my husband who loves my parents will find that really difficult because yeah. he struggles with space and he struggles with having his own it's the space thing I think it's space and also um, you know what it's, it's like alpha male alpha female thing there's one person running that home and I think when you've got an in-law in they want to do things their way they do the washing their way or the cooking see, their way see my mum's quite good but I think because she's got her own house within our so she like she doesn't let my housekeeper clean her house I'm like mum just let let her do it mm. she's like no I want to clean my own house I want to do my own laundry I'm like why would, why would you want to do that if you don't can, have to um, if your mum doesn't want it can you send uh, <laughs> send a 15 minutes down the road to mine because <laughs> my house is like a ruddy pigsty at the moment I would say to Ellie um struggling to cope with living in in-laws I'm guessing Ellie you're in a position where you have to perhaps live with them at the moment and like loads of people can identify with that um it, you will be struggling I think 
try and get as many boundaries in place as you can. I'd just um, drink if it yeah. was me. I mean, Lou would just drink, obviously, vodka because she's now <laughs> slimming world. Um, but I would say try and get out as much as you can with your daughter and try yeah, and... Yeah, get out just, every day. Just try get, and get out. out. Yeah, and, and maybe you could have a bit of a a bit of a kind of deal with your in-laws. Like if you wanted to have some space one night to just cook for you and your hubby or your partner and maybe they could go out. Maybe just sort of have... The, do you know what? I think the main thing is, is, is just communicate. Just talk. If you're not happy, just tell them because I bet they'll want to know. And sometimes, you know, I bet they won't. Well, sometimes they need to back off. Um, We've had another email in from Sinead. Hi, Sinead. Uh, Dear Louisa and Anna, loving your podcast. Thanks, girl. Uh, My children are three years old and 16 months and still sleep in my bed. Oh, my God. What the hell's going on here? (laughs) I need to get them in their own bed. My daughter is four at the end of November. Oh, my God. This is awful. We'll be going to school in September. Do you have any advice of how to get them in their own bed? Keep up the great work. I love your honesty and your views. Thank you, Sinead. Um, Bless you. Sinead, put them in their beds and leave them there. I don't know how to put them in their own bed. Put them in it and tell them it's like a new day. You can do like introduce reward charts. We sometimes do a marble jar or a sticker chart somewhere where, especially the um, the little one that's nearly four, you can kind of say, you know, this is, make a big deal. I think make there. it exciting, Get, make it fun. Put choose fairy the bedding. lights up. Choose the bedding. Make it really special and say to her, look, this is your big girl bed. You know, get her a special little cup on the on her bedside table and a little light and start a whole new exciting routine and do a reward type system where she stays in the bed she gets um you know a sticker or a marble in the jaw uh, jar and if she um you know manages to do that for three days like set realistic goal then she gets a treat i try not to reward with materialistic treats though i try and reward reward i can't speak today i try and reward with um like together time treats yeah so I'll say like you know we'll go to the park or just Dixie and I will go out for like you a do like yeah lunch date or I'll take her to a roller disco or we will go we'll do like hairdressing or, or something spa night yeah mm. at home so that's I try not to say you know you will get this if you do this and I think yeah because and I'm in the, I'm in the position now with a two-year-old and we're kind of battling toddler beds and potty training and I'm trying not to get into that habit of rewarding with sugar either like chocolate but yeah. people that oh, use chocolate buttons the problem is you do just get into then a I think they get har- bad food association uh, yeah I completely habit. agree so I, I think as Lou said brilliant brilliant advice Louise assessment I think yeah make like it into yeah I love it like make it an exciting new adventure kids love new creative play turn mm. it into creative play anyway thank you for your emails if you would like to email us you can get in touch we are at loose lips pod at gmail.com you can ask us anything um or if you've got a run something you want us to discuss then let us know so this week that was the chair by the way there was a noise there that made it sound and i farted last week and didn't make the cut i'm gutted i've got the clip on my phone though might play it. I don't know. Okay, let's just start the fess up. Anyone else on a Monday? I'm going to throw you in under the bus uh, for this no, one. Louise and we have windy Mondays. I don't know what it is, what we eat on a Monday morning, but it's like... Yeah, because the- I'm vegetarian, I eat quite a lot of like beans and pulses. It makes me very windy. I had a I had a bean masaka yesterday and I am paying the price today. <laughs> that commuter train in. Whew. I text Anna, I was like, where are you? We're like nearly ready. She was like, I'm in the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I love about Lou just literally the one word answer that came back shits question mark brilliant I hope we've started your week off um, with my bowel habits oh, as always um, right. but yeah do let us know go on what are we talking about this week Lou we are going to talk about affairs Ooh. dun 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 now we've this... all had them <clears throat> well we haven't 
not all of us, but it's but it's been massive in the news this week. Um, affairs. Boris Johnson, Bojo has allegedly been um, having another oh, he's affair. He's always shagging someone. Well, it's alleged. We were talking about this alleged affairs, and I would like to point out. Normally, if the papers print it, it is true. Well, there's been an awful lot of front pages about it. That. Yeah. yeah, exactly. With one of his um, former director of communications for the Tories, Carrie Simmons. Um, and I look, like her name, Carrie, Carrie Simmons. Simmons. It's a strong name. It's it's very um it's a very sexy very name. Movie esque, isn't it? Um, and then Anne McPartland, as in Anton Deck, um, they were on the front pages of the papers yesterday. Um, the divorce is going through with his ex Lisa Armstrong. It has been very quick. I think mm. all of that. Well, apparently he has, uh, according to the story, he he is going to agree to because you have to have reason for divorce, yeah. don't you? Well, unless they've been married for longer than oh, they haven't been married for longer than two years. Have they? No, they have actually, yeah. But yeah, apparently, so they could just do uh, a, a two-year breakdown type thing. I think that's what I did. But I think it's been sooner than that. I don't know. But apparently, for some reason, he has said he will agree to admitting adultery, even though it happened after they'd split up, just to get the quickie divorce in. So, um, divorce—well, not divorce—affairs really seems to be the to- the talk of the week, which is sort of what we want to want to get your views on. What do you think of affairs? And I was on um, one of my other jobs on talk radio. I was asked to talk last week about the Boris Johnson thing and it was all about scarlet women and like why does it the always women seem... women always get blamed. Get the blame? Well, this particular girl, Carrie Simmons, that has been... Um, it's speculation that she's been the one that's been having this affair with Bojo. Um, he has apologised about it. We've seen pictures of him in the paper with his head in his hands. You know, classic Boris. Quite rightly, his wife... I do quite like Boris. <laughs> Do you know what? Oh, I do like Boris. He's just I don't a know pantomime why. character, isn't he? I just, I find him quite endearing. Do you? I do. I don't know why. I've got a bit of a soft spot for Bojo. I don't. I don't hate him. I, I do. He's I just. I think a, he's a buffoon. He's just such a goof, and yeah. I quite like goofy. Like I'm so not into like polished. Like, you know, those kind of Essex boys with their fake tans and their bloody threaded eyebrows. I don't like that. I like a rugged man. Not that Boris is that rugged. But, you know, he's a bit rough around the edges. Do you fancy Boris Johnson? I don't fancy Boris Johnson. But I think he's an intelligent goofball. Yeah, but he has literally. Been... I don't think I would have an affair with Boris Johnson. Put it that I way. I mean, I, I'm more. Just to clarify, I wouldn't have an affair. Okay, she just wants to get it out there now. I can see the papers to my Daily <laughs> Mail, sidebar of shame. Louise has just been a mixed <laughs> fancy Bojo. Love it. I'm so going to put it out there. Um, but he, um, I'm, I'm more perplexed about the, some, the fact that someone actually cuts his hair like, like that. Seriously, that's he an like- actual. I mean, I can't talk today. I've got straw hair, but um, but yeah, that is apparently. But his poor wife, though, Marina Wheeler, right? So, oh, but she's an idiot. Come on, what? how many times has he publicly had an affair? Four, I've three or four it. times. All right, and every time she takes him back. The woman's a doormat. She's got no self-respect. She needs to eat. You know, it's embarrassing. He continues to publicly humiliate her and she's just a complete and utter doormat. She needs to grow a pair of balls, have some self-respect and kick him to the bloody curb. Well, she and, has. You know, well, she finally, has. She after has the now. fourth time. But, but I think... It, I and think I bet I bet she hasn't even now. I bet he wants to frigging carry on with Carrie. Uh-huh. Well, I do think... You like him. Carry but on, Carrie. There it is. But I think if you do give someone... If you give someone an inch, they're going to take a mile. Right, and I think, and I, and I, and that is the thing. If you if you forgive once, they always, you know, what's the old adage? You know, a leopard exactly. never changes its spots. And I, I do believe in one chance. I do believe in a one chance. So, so if your husband like cheated on someone, on someone, someone I mean, on, on me. you with someone, would I forgive? Would you? For- it's so hard to hypothetically say that. You no, know, but it's a really good question because if we- it was just a drunken shag, how would you feel about it? 
I mean, we'd obviously have to have chats around it and everything. If he was really remorseful... There'd be a, there'd be a chat. There'd be a chat. There'd probably be a few chairs flinging around. No, but if he was genuinely remorseful, I... I Personally, I, w- I, I mean, this, is not, this is not a free reign, Alex, to go and actually go and have Alex one night of passion. Alex is listen, I've got a whole path. <laughs> it's got, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I, would, I would listen to the reasons behind yeah. it. One chance, buddy, and then you're out. But if that had happened again, uh, there would be absolutely no chance whatsoever. So I do have and my threshold. And what about... Only, see, oh, I have... Um, I agree with you. Like, dr- like although, oh, I don't know. I'd, I would struggle... Because I, I feel like give. my past relationships um, and with my ex-husband were very unnormal. What's the word? Unconventional. Unconventional. Like in our relationship. And I feel like my husband and I's relationship has really been built on a foundation of trust. Yours and, now. Yeah, well, now. Yeah. And like trust and faith and like monogamy, which was like unusual for me. Um, so I, I think that... I would really, really struggle with that because I feel it's the one sacred thing that we have in our relationship. Yeah. And I really value that because mm. I'd never had that before having a relationship with him. Actually, great point. And it's point. so sacred and so special. And I feel like it's it's our thing. And I would, I think I'd really, really struggle to forgive. But I would be willing to, you know, open... I also think that people have affairs... And you can't just blame the person that's had an affair. I think that often there are there'll be things going on in that relationship, and that's there's always a reason why someone does something, yeah. like because they're unhappy or they might feel neglected or pushed out, or you know, lots of men have affairs when women have babies because they suddenly feel so pushed out and shunned and neglected, and they're not number one anymore. And okay, mm. they're selfish trucks to do it, but they have emotional needs as well. And yeah. I think. Um, there are always two sides, even if you're not the party that's done the deed. Yeah, and I and I think I think that's true. I mean, I I've got a friend of mine, a very close friend of mine, that's currently divorced, going through a divorce at the moment, long term relationship. Um, she has put up with a lot, a mm. lot of infidelity on the other side, which no one really knew about for a very long time. But she is the one that has found someone else and actually found someone else that is really meaningful to her so that yeah. one time that she's done she it, it but guess who's getting the shit in that relationship divorce she yeah. is because she's the one that has actually said I've, I've put up with enough now in this, yeah, in this that's relationship it. I'm done I want I'm something done. For... and someone that's going to treat me I mean me with I was thrilled when my ex-husband had an affair well, yeah, what's to talk about? Because you have been the the victim. I'm going to say victim. Well, do you know what? It was well. Mm, Go on. Oh, I'm going to condense this. We were married. I split up with him first, and we both then saw other people. And coincidentally, I met. I we stayed very good friends. We're, we're literally like brother and sister, my ex and I. And um, I we were out together just as friends, partying the night that he met his now wife. So I met her when he met her. And he was seeing her and I was seeing someone else. We were still living together, like co-parenting. We were like the classic happy, clappy co-parents. Um, then we had this family holiday together and we went off to America on this family holiday. And we were like, oh, my God, we actually really get on. Why are we breaking up? We're married. Like I really do believe in the institution of married, like, marriage. I'm weirdly traditional in the sense that I would never have a baby out of wedlock, like, how bizarre I know but I want to be it's why I've been married twice probably but like I want to be married I like the foundation yeah, I like I like marriage I do love getting married as well and wearing the dress and the party yeah but so um 
basically we went on this holiday and we got on and we were like you know we should give this a try we shouldn't throw the towel in so let's um give it a go what I hadn't told him was in the space of us being broken up to sort of he had applied to be on The Apprentice about four times and really? never got on yeah and so I thought fuck it I'm gonna apply and go on it just to like see if I can that's the reason why I applied for The Apprentice. No. Um, anyway, got on and obviously then like came second and was runner-up. And we got back from our holiday and I said, I do have to tell you that in five days, though, I'm going to do The Apprentice. What did you and say? I'll either get fired very quickly or I'll stay the whole way. I knew that that would be the outcome for me. And he was like, oh, my God, like happy for me. But obviously, (laughs) potentially, I was gone for like three months. And I was then gone for three months. You get one phone call a week for 10 minutes. You don't see anyone. Um, And so I knew in my mind that it was over. He was still seeing this woman, but I obviously didn't know. Well, I did because he kept disappearing for weekends away on his own. And I was like, oh, clearly. My best friend was like, you know, he's still seeing her. And I was like, I know, but I I really am not that bothered. I mean, my life is about to get really exciting and so and so did you pretend oh I just pretended I didn't know and then one day he'd gone to Amsterdam for the weekend with his friend Darren and I saw that Darren checked into the cinema in Stevenage (laughs) (laughs) damn that tracking on your phone location settings um and then my ex came home and he was wearing like denim on denim and I was like who the fuck dressed him in denim on denim because that is not his dress sense and I was like oh nice shirt and he was like oh yeah and Darren and I chased it in H&M I mean this does scream of like oh my god and then the next morning he was that bit a bit of a what's it to me and I was like I know that you haven't been with Darren so stop being such a nobsy bomb and um basically he then told me and I was like well I knew anyway so it wasn't that bad like it wasn't was he sorry or was it or was it just one it was it was that what you needed one of to those move on things I think that yeah it was what we both needed and he's so happy now and I'm so happy now and we are all I really really like his wife she is lovely I've actually met her that she, how yeah. nice is she yeah, she's, really, she's nice. really lovely yeah. um they're really well suited she puts up with all his shit now <laughs> you don't have to I don't have to the perfect breakup um and his affair was a blessing to mm. us both because he found happiness and so did I well I think that's it sometimes as well you, you know that affairs I think it's I mean often there is a catalyst for a relationship breaking up yeah. and that is finding somebody else and I have found myself in that position or I've been with people in the past that have also found that and it is difficult um, you know I think change can be really scary but as you say I think if it's handled correctly I mean not everyone mm. handles it correctly you not everyone really well. can deal like I did feel betrayed and I was upset about the betrayal but I wasn't in love with him mm. and I suppose if you're in love with someone and then they do that to you it would just be horrific but then I think oh if that person's having an affair what was going on in the relationship like I wouldn't cheat on my husband because I'm in love with him Mm. and I think that hopefully he's in love with me and a lot can happen in the next three years like a chatbot maybe your new best friend but what won't change needing health insurance United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times 
Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. I don't know. I really value what we have. I think people don't value what they have enough nowadays. And, and I think, and yeah, and I, and well, I really value marriage as well. And uh, funny enough, weird, before we even started thinking we were going to talk about this today, I was thinking about it this weekend because I've been married nearly, coming up with my wedding anniversary coming up, three years. We've actually, in three years, uh, uh, my marriage, I say I really value the institution of marriage and what mm. we've got. And I've never looked elsewhere. I really trust him. I know he trusts me. And I think that's the key, isn't it? It's, trust. it's having that trust. And, and actually, when you said about, and you're right about it is like our thing yeah. and it is it's kind of the a, one sacred well, thing that you have with your partner well, like that intimacy yeah and we we had it we actually had a bit of a deal and i'm gonna i'm gonna fess up to this i'm sure alex won't mind me saying but i think sometimes it's oh, really God. helpful to, well i think sometimes <laughs> it's helpful to, to you know we we pride ourselves lou and i on honesty and i'm gonna throw it out there before i got before we got married we went to go and see a marriage counsellor and it was brilliant because we sat there with a mediator. We both offloaded. I burst into tears, obviously. And we bo- but we completely managed to clear um, the air, clear the air and, and refocus back on the point of why we were getting married. And we've always said to each other, we made a deal there. And of if within our marriage, which we hope will be forever, Alex is Catholic. He's very into his Catholic yeah, and faith. Yeah, Catholic. So, of course. And Italian, I'm not Italian really, and Irish Catholics. I'm not yeah. really religious, but I have to say there's something about the foundations of having a religious upbringing like that that I, I do quite like what well, is Alex doesn't believe in divorce and that is to do with his, his Catholic roots his yeah. Italian Catholic roots um, I'd like to think I don't either but I'm also a bit more pragmatic I clearly do well, but also well, <laughs> I mean I but I said to him because I was like I'm telling you now I said I don't want to get divorced but I'm if you're shit and I you know I will not think <laughs> yeah. twice about getting divorced but we did say and we've made a little pact that if in, within our relationship we ever feel like we're not getting enough from the other person or our eyes are wandering or we're feeling attracted to someone else to nip it in the bud yeah before it gets out of hand because I also think a lot with with affairs as well um and this is why when you said if he you know had a drunken night and a bunk up I could forgive that more than an emotional affair oh completely if he was texting was someone offloading yeah and offloading and and, emo- and you're kind of and I think you can even have an emotional affair without the intimacy completely completely so I and I think that's how a lot of affairs start that you kind of open up to someone and confide in someone and it's someone that listens to you completely for me like my husband discussing um 
with somebody else how he felt or how he was feeling would really upset me because I feel like I'm your person I'm the one that you should come to and I'd mm. be really upset if he felt like he couldn't come to me yeah. with that because as soon as you've lost that I feel like you you've lost everything completely and I and that going back to my past relationship that's really what yeah. happened opening up to other people and I felt really betrayed with that and it, and it kind of you say it's a, it's a big value yeah. of mine is communication and trust but just quickly as well going back just slightly boomeranging it back to this news story on, on this particular one with, with Boris uh, Boris Johnson what was interesting as well in, in the um, in the news this week is that you know we sort of touched on people always tend to latch on to the women, yeah. women. so it's like, oh we expect it my mum even trusts it oh well you expected of, of men or my nana always says that yeah. um, and so some Sometimes, some people are, are, are so aghast when a woman almost breaks the sister code know, and instigates so an affair. But a load of MPs penned an open letter um, in the press this week condemning the way that Carrie had been treated by the media. Because vilified, this, completely <laughs> vilified. Oh, they've been trawling her social media. They've been, you know, putting up pictures, reposting pictures of her in, you know, a uni days wearing her bondage gear and all that kind but of that, stuff. But do you know what the press are just like that, aren't they? Well, I think they're going to latch on to anything, aren't and they? And it's bad because it is always the woman and. Uh, they do. I mean, the press are like freaking. I would hate to be. It must be so boring having to trail through someone's social media, like when they're at university and seeing them. I mean, like it's like Kate Middleton. It's like that one picture they've got her, her in that see through dress, that like in a fashion show. It just and it's like, dude, she was in a fashion show. She's like, it's not a big deal. Like, get over it, you know. But it is. It does always come down to the women. I don't know why. Is it because people expect women to be nice and, you know pretty and innocent and well, clear whereas men are all expected to be I think pig. society and yeah I think society and movies and media has portrayed women as sort of being this seductress yeah. um, temptress you know and I think it's really it's a really unfair thing men and women are equally to blame and I believe yeah. the stats are very similar um, to do with you know who starts an affair and, and that was kind of she thing. single Carrie I don't know was she I, I was think she so I mean, she's, I mean this is the other thing she's significantly younger than Boris by like 20 plus years so they're obviously boom here we go here's a pretty intelligent yeah. Um, uh, woman, and um, but is it fair that Carrie Summons has been been sort of you know it's it's thrown around the media? No, no. It's I mean, not. I mean, she should have known better. I mean, that's what the happens when you get involved people, in a married man. People have affairs. Yeah, look, it's happening every day. One in five, and one in three admit to they want one. Really, that is the actual stat. Yeah, if they Seriously. could find someone to shag them. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's a whole new ball game, right? I mean, I mean, what are your thoughts? Let us know. Um, tweet us. Have, has someone, has your other half had an affair? And how did you feel? Were you relieved? Were you devastated? Or maybe what you What was the outcome? Do yeah. you forgive? Or are you a woman that's continuously forgiving? Or and why I... would you do that? I would like to know, like, as a woman, why? Why do you, why would you keep forgiving? Because well, it does not mean that much to you. I mean, sex, like in past relationships of mine, has been very easy come, easy go. It's well documented. And now I feel like <laughs> with my now husband, that's why I feel like it's so special because mm. it's. I would just never do... You know, now yeah. I'm old and boring. I used to be so much fun. I'm old and boring too, but it's all good. But yeah, and perhaps maybe... How, much, how like nice is old and boring, right? I love it. I feel so settled. Like my settled 30s... and secure. Since I've turned 30, I just feel like I'm happy. I'm so comfortable with who I am. Like, I'm just done. I've got my shit together. Like, I much prefer my 30s to, like, my 20s. Oh, God, yeah. So much And people more. tell me 40s are even more so. So, I mean... Yeah, I'm, but I'm... then they say 50s, and I'm like, yeah, now you're lying. Yeah. <laughs> 
so let us know uh, let us know what's going on in your life if you have any thoughts on the on the affair things maybe you're a woman that is in the middle of an affair maybe you're in a bit of a pickle with it maybe let us know um, it's looselipspod at gmail.com we are here to help um, right shall we move on to our final t- well before we have your rant of the week which I cannot wait and I know it's now becoming legendary um, we oh, have to do a quick chat there about this destination what? well this is brilliant so um, destination <laughs> weddings now I don't know if you've seen this um, but this sort of caught my eye on on um, on on socials yesterday. Um, <clears throat> there's a bride that has been um, bridezilla, <laughs> major bridezilla. She's been fuming uh, a rant on Facebook after her friends refused to cough up three thousand dollars for her destination wedding to Thailand. Uh, she threatened to delete her friends on Facebook <laughs> if they didn't pay or even RSVP. Um, she said, "When we invited our friends and family to our destination wedding in Thailand, only nine people RSVP'd <laughs> out of." $150,000. Okay, I get it. Paying $3,000 to share my special day is too much for some of you. I'd pay for yours, but whatever. Whatever. So she then changed the destination to Hawaii so more than nine people could come and then only seven people are sleeping because <laughs> she's in America, so Hawaii is closer. But this is just cracking me up. But it is everyone seems to be getting married abroad, having stag and Hindu. I mean, I'm guilty. I had two Hindus, both abroad. But did you and expect, a wedding abroad. But did you expect people to pay? I paid to take my four bridesmaids to Dubai. That's the point. I paid for their flights and hotel. If you want someone to come to an extent, then offer to pay. And yeah. I feel this. I felt the same about my wedding. We had family coming from abroad to our wedding who we knew um, we didn't. Ex- you know, we knew they weren't yeah. that flush. So we off we put, paid for their accommodation. We paid for them. We paid for them to come yeah. over. And I think, and it's so difficult. And I've got now I've got friends of mine that are planning fortieths in Vegas and all these kind I of know. things. Like, like, I know, like fortieths in the Maldives I, and all that. I don't have two grand to spend on going away it's, it'd be lovely if I did but it's a lot so, it's just so what are your thoughts on destination weddings then Lulu well I obviously had a destination wedding we got married in the south of France so flights there are relatively inexpensive you know can jump on a ride I think yours is much. genuinely within the realms of acceptability um yeah and also we had a three-day wedding so we hosted everything for three days so that's food drink like travel to and from places um if there wasn't like coaches you could walk to you could walk to it and but people did pay for their flights and hotel um, and everybody came to our wedding but we do throw amazing parties you do, to be fair. Um, and we really made sure that we catered for everyone like more than they needed like there was just endless booze endless drink so people were written that but i think so that's we looked thing. after everyone and i think i mean i've got couple friends of ours they literally they've obviously got too many friends but they have been invited and are attending five destination weddings this year and all of the hindus and stag dudes are have been abroad i mean my poor friend has been to mikhaz about three times on stag dudes and every time they want to do like the nicest things, all the expensive places, he was like, it's costing me like five grand. It's so much money. It's so much I money. I mean, it's so much money. And it's special to you, but it's not that special to everybody else. It's just another bloody headache, yeah. actually, if I'm honest with you. I mean, don't get me wrong. If, if pots, It's not even about the pots of cash. I think it's the time when they prioritise because a lot of people only get four or five weeks of holiday yeah. a year if they're lucky. You know, if you've got children as well and you have to split up your holidays to do with school holidays and stuff, it's not even about the money it's about the time that's taken and I totally get it I, I mean I've I don't think I was a bridezilla I hope 
Oprah wasn't. But I, I think there has to be. We have to. I think we get a bit carried away yeah. with what we want, and I get that. Everyone and it is like your so special ex- day. It's but so exciting. Nobody else cares as much as you, so you no. need to get over it. And be realistic. Well, I think. But would you? <laughs> but would you be offended? And would you have been offended if someone? said to you, look, I just can't afford that or justify the time off to come to your wedding? No. Would you not? Yeah, well, you wouldn't have been because you're not like that. No, but, I wouldn't. But I wouldn't have been either, but I also wouldn't have expected. However, I know, I'll be careful what I say, I don't want to land, land people mm. I know in it, but I know I've got people close to me that have fallen out with friends because That's of this so very sad, issue. Isn't it? Yeah, because because the person getting married has expected um someone else to sort of pay for the privilege of attending their wedding. So by way of wearing wearing certain clothing, you know, yeah. travelling in a certain way. Of, I of, always of, think it's bad when people <coughs> ask someone to be their bridesmaid and then expect the bridesmaid to pay for their dress. It's kind of what I'm talking about actually. Yeah. And I think um, is it just me? I I mean and please like, well, do let us know. Do I just think it's the I height of rude. Well, I don't think so. I think it's good to have the option. I think if you say, would you be, you know, I think I think it's always good to have an option. Would you mind paying for your own dress? If you can't, then that's not a problem. We'll look, you know, if you have a dress already yeah. that, that works with my colour scheme or whatever. But I think expecting people to, expecting, that's the key word yeah. here, expecting people to fork out. A lot of people will if they can, but a lot of people, including us, just not in the financial position to be able to be, you know, for, as you say, fine. everyone goes through phases I where mean, everyone's getting married. I mean, we're going to a wedding in Mexico soon. Oh, nice. It will be lovely mm. but you know it's expensive um we've been invited to two weddings in italy this year Ooh, lovely yeah but we haven't been because just because of kids and stuff so we'll only leave them like a certain amount of time has, has any people think i always ditch my children i actually have limits to the ditching but but would I those just, people be offended that you're not going no they wouldn't but they're not particularly close friends to us anyway sometimes i think people just invite us because we'll get them a good present <laughs> Which is interesting. Do you because, really think yeah, that? Yeah, I do. I think people How do you think. feel about that? Well, when you don't know someone that well and they like invite you to their wedding and you're, you're and send you like their gift list, you think, because well, like when yeah. people know that you've got a bit of money and yeah. then you like only spend a hundred quid on the wedding present, I always feel like if people have asked for cash as well, that like, I have to give them at least 500 quid because they what? know I can afford it. I know. That's how I feel. Sod that, Lou. Seriously. Sod it. Why? And I think that, no, that is true. And I think people think if they're like opening their cars, they only got 100 quid from me. They'd be like, oh, cheap's game. What about you, Imogen? I'm going to bloody well invite her to something. So that's why I'm not going to these weddings. <laughs> right. <laughs> Thank anyway. you, I can invite to. So, so let us know. Quick. Have you fallen out with anyone because of your destination wedding? Yeah. Oh, this is the other thing. Going back to the present. Sorry, this other bride's Oh, yeah. Then, so yeah. then she went on to say, and this is all ranting on Facebook to her friends. Publicly um, on Facebook. Yeah, publicly Bizarre. shaming, um, saying that, oh, and, and while I'm at it, the, the wedding gift, gift list I've sent out, you're all cheapskates because only the cheap items have gone off the list. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. Who's with me? It's nine times out of ten a John Lewis guest list, uh, guest list, uh, present list. I always opt for something around mid range. Mid range. Yeah, because mid-range. you don't want to look cheap. See, and this is going back to what I just said. It's true. You don't want to look cheap. You don't want to go for the two crappy egg cups and the teaspoons exactly. that are left at the bottom. You want to get like the, the decent toaster, but not quite the blender. Yeah, exactly. Leave it to the end. No in-laws. one really has gift lists because she's American. Most English people just ask that give us cash. Give us money or pay for my honeymoon. Yeah. Basically. But it's interesting, isn't it? Wedding day etiquette. Would you, would you like, do, but this is the other thing. A bit sad, really, isn't it? That she's going to defriend well, she's only got friends. seven people now coming. I wouldn't bother having a wedding. No, I wouldn't worry about it. Poor, I'd cancel it. Poor guy she's getting married to. I wouldn't want to marry her. 
She's going to be hard She is work. hard work. Yeah. But anyway, she good is. one. Like it. Excellent. So, yeah, what are your thoughts on destination weddings, being bridezillas, groomzillas, hens, stags, 40s, 30s, parties, um, feeling that obligation to have to fork out? And have you fallen out with someone because you haven't attended their special date or have they just been a prize dickhead? Yeah, I think, though, that also this is another chat because we're running out of time. We are. But, like, why do people just not say no more? Love this. I actually, as part of my, with my therapist hat on, my life coaching hat, I teach people the art of saying no. I honestly, I'm just like, no, I don't want to do that. No, I don't want to come. You're really good at it, actually. I'm just like, no, I'm not, it's not for me. And I'm so honest about that. I'm like, like, no, I don't want to, I'm not going to do that. I don't really fancy it. It doesn't sound like fun to me. It doesn't sound like fun. I don't want to do that. But people feel so, like, under pressure to say yes. Mm. And then they will be miserable doing something they don't want to do i'm like why would you do that to yourself just say no it's people pleasing beyond the extreme mm. that's another subject there we is. can't go into that we now. can't go in. well it's what we can go into now though because it is that time of the podcast can't wait for this it is loose lips featuring louisa zisman you know what she's like she's not backwards in coming forwards and we love her for it lou it is time for your rant of the week guess what's got my goat this week talk to me well if you follow me on Instagram, you would have heard a lot about my window dramas, my mm. house renovations, just generally every, almost every single thing that I've had done in my home has gone wrong. And this brings me to people having one fucking job. You've got one job, one, just do it properly. Why are people so unable to do things right the first time when it's something they're being paid for? I hear you. Incompetent, stupid people. Yeah. Like, why? Well, I, don't, I just, I cannot fathom or get my head around it. You've got one job. One. Which just, is your just, job and your, it's pro- your job, profession. Your profession, something that you should be good at and manage to get right. But no, these people, they can't. They just cannot seem to get things right in their life. And I don't, I don't get it. It's like I had mirrors put in my house I've got a few mirror walls do you know how many times that company came to my house to do my mirrors tell me eight eight times what did they get wrong everything from the measurements they would come and measure come back a week later with the mirrors and the mirrors would be the wrong fucking size how 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 has that happened you have come you have measured with a measuring tape you have written that measurement down and now the measurement isn't one millimeter out isn't two millimeters out it's 50 millimeters out it's a completely different number to the number you saw and wrote down how has this happened i just don't get it like how what what process i just i can't understand it i have pretty much always excelled at what I do job-wise as I think most people should because it's your fucking job okay (laughs) you've got one job if you continue to get that one job wrong you shouldn't have that job I'm sorry (laughs) you need to look for another job okay because you've got one job if you are listening to this knowing that you are one of the incompetent bastard people that I hate please resign or retrain Do something else with your life because you ultimately will be unfulfilled because you continually disappoint. Well, and also probably not making very much money because you're losing money and having to come back. In my window company, every single thing they've done has been wrong. (laughs) 
The windows have been the wrong size. They've smashed, you know, glass panes. They've put two big ones in small holes. It's not going to fit, guys. They've got the wrong colour. They've got the wrong dates. They've got the wrong fucking everything. Please. I can't cope with it. I can't cope with this. I mean, the window company now actually ignore me because all I do is abuse them. I can't help it. I'm so angry about it. I'm just so angry. I I send them shitty... I send this man, the window company, and then do you know what they did to me, the window company? (laughs) The commercial director and the managing director went on holiday at the same time. And I was having major problems. So I managed to get hold of the man that owns the company. (laughs) And I spoke to him. I was in the south of France on my holiday. And I spoke to him and I said, who approved that? Who approved for your managing director and your commercial director to go on holiday at the same time? I "I don't know. I went, well, it must have been you because the buck lies with you, you big twats. Honestly, I just I just get so enraged about how stupid these people are. It's so frustrating. I said to him, look, do you want me to come and run your company? Because clearly you're incapable of doing it. I mean, why he bought that company is beyond me. You get another job. Imagine it. Lu- I could run that company with my eyes bloody Louise's shut. Louise's windows. And there's three of them. They go and they go and play golf. This guy that I deal with, oh, sorry I didn't answer my phone, I was playing golf. Well, that's nice of you. Well, I've got fucking holes in my house. <laughs> Dickhead. And there we have Louise's I'm, I'm Honestly, if you check my blood pressure now, I'm going to wear my Fitbit next week. She's looking a bit peaky, I'm not going to lie, seriously. It makes me so angry. There's a vein popping somewhere. Um, anyway, incompetent people. I'm love sweating and I've got like suede leather trousers on and it's so bloody We're hot now. We're still sweating again, aren't we? We must sort out this sweating issue. Um, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us yet again. That is it from us this week. Um, do get in touch with us. Let us know what you think of the podcast. Um, we And any comments you have, um, any suggestions you have for us to talk about, um, looselipspod at uh, gmail.com. You can Instagram us. Or tweet us. Use our hashtag, hashtag looselipspod. And our Instagrams are at Louisa Zisman and at Life Coaching by Anna. And please, when you're listening, give us five stars and a review. If you're not going to give us five stars, don't bother giving us any stars. Um, and please subscribe so that people can join the Lucid family. And we love we love it when you post our podcast in your stories as well so that we can see how many of you are listening. We are honestly, genuinely, we're so super grateful. We love you guys. Thank you for joining us. Lulu, enjoy the rest of your week. Anything Thank decent uh, coming up this week? I'm going to see my friend's new baby. Yay! I know. I've got loads of stuff on this week, actually. Busy week, busy week. Yeah. Busy, busy. So we will be talking to you again next week. Yeah. Thank you for listening. See you then. Hi, I'm Anna Williamson from Breaking Mum and Dad, the podcast. If you haven't listened to my series yet, please do come on in. It is all about parenting from an emotional and mental health perspective. And believe me, we delve deep into the real, honest feelings, warts and all. And as I descended the stairs, I just felt this gush of fluid. Oh my gosh. Like leave my c-section wound and go down my legs and when i opened my tracksuit bottoms it was like black gunge so please do subscribe come on board it's breaking mum and dad the podcast with me anna williamson and all of my very very special guests you can access it on acast your apple Podcasts, or however else you get your podcasts hey it's danny pellegrino from everything iconic ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget 
Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. <laughs> 